So for a long time now, we've been talking about there's got to be somebody that will help you if you've been deplatformed for social media for expressing conservative views. Maybe you have been you've you've been fired, terminated because of political reasons. Uh, you're a student and you've been forced into these racial bias training uh, that you know compels you to make statements about your race that you disagree with. This can stop. And we have a way out and a way for you to have protection. We'll tell you about it in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So you're walking out of the car parts store carrying the new part you needed ever since your engine went kaput on the interstate the other day. And you're feeling pretty good about yourself. You know, you plan on doing your own car repairs. Uh, sure, the new part doesn't look anything like the old one. And sure, the bolts are threaded backwards and are measured in the metric system. So that's all new. But you figure, what could possibly go wrong? Unfortunately, you're, you're about to have a really bad day. Uh, you know, car- cars aren't like they used to be. You know, Jay, Jay Leno, I like to fix my own car. Well, you can't now. There's a, you know, growing up like Jay Leno, I wish I would have grown up like Jay Leno. Um, and working on cars and knowing everything inside and out, you can't do that now because everything is sealed in that engine. Your car doesn't care if you have enough money in the bank for a, for a repair. If you are out of warranty, I can guarantee you're going to get hit, and it's only a matter of time before you're hit with something huge, like a, uh, like a blown chip. Those things can cost you thousands of dollars. You need coverage. You need a way to be able to make sure that, you know, you're, you're not left without a car and without money to buy a new car. Carshield.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 10%. This way you're not on the hook to pay thousands of dollars when your car goes bad. This is a, really an insurance policy because you know it's going to happen. Carshield. You can help design the coverage yourself. Call Carshield right now. You can go to carshield.com and use the promo code BECK, save 10%. Carshield.com, a deductible may apply. So I get so many calls from people, so many emails saying, you know, I, I would leave my job, I guess. Oh, I'd speak up, but I'm going to get fired, and and I don't know I can get another job. What will happen to me? There, there, there are blacklists that are happening now, unfortunately, in several parts of the country, and our freedom of speech is being squashed. I want to bring in uh, Daniel Sir. He's a senior attorney at Liberty Justice Center, and uh, Daniel, we've been we've been talking back and forth for a while now to try to figure out how we can help people who are in this situation. And the best way to help them is to make sure that it never happens again. And so we need to find some good cases. Do I have this right? Hey, man, Glenn, you got it exactly right. Right now, you and I both know, your listeners know, conservatives in this country, we are under attack. Uh, the reality is that the left and their social justice warriors, uh, they have weaponized the wokeism, this, this ideology that's taken over, and they are taking down anyone who dares to speak up on behalf of conservative viewpoints. They are on a, a search and destroy mission, Glenn. I think you said it best about 
you know, your listeners and other folks who share these views, they want to censor them. They want to take them down on social media. They take them down at school, in government, and, and even in the workplace. Uh, and so we think the answer to social justice warriors is what we're calling at Liberty Justice Center 1A warriors, people who will stand up and fight back on behalf of the First Amendment. This is going to take a lot of, uh, a lot of guts um, because people know, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing when they try to curb your freedom of speech and say, you can't say these things, but it's gone beyond that. It's now you must participate in these things. And if you disagree, it doesn't matter. So, I mean, you are, you're, you're going to be a pariah and you'll possibly lose your job or, you know, lose your, your standing in school. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I don't know how many people are really willing to do that uh, without the hope of, of it saving somebody else, even if it doesn't save them. Well, Glenn, this is why we've got to approach this as a team. One of the things we know about the left is that they are clearly coordinated in their effort to take down not just conservative ideas, but conservative Americans. Like, look at what happens on social media when they just swarm somebody they disagree with and they demand that they get canceled, fired, expelled, right? They, they operate on a coordinated team basis. And the best way to fight back is also to be a team. And that's why Liberty Justice Center, like, we want to be your lawyers. And you, Glenn, like, you've got the microphone to share this message. And people who go through these experiences, they don't have to do it alone. It's, it's hard enough to stand up. It's even harder when the left comes down on you and you feel isolated and alone. And that's why we need 1A Warriors, your listeners, to, to stand up and join with us so that when it happens to any one of us, all of us are ready as a team together to fight back. Okay, so we have two fronts we're fighting. Uh, if you are, if you are uh, a case that fits the parameters, where, which are what? Um, people who are terminated for political reasons, right? Absolutely. It's, it's um, people who are terminated at their job. It's students who are being forced through this critical theory stuff that's infecting our curriculum. I mean, there was a young man the other day who got an F in a required class, and they were going to fail him from high school because he wouldn't repeat the government-imposed ideology about critical race theory. It's um, people who are on social media who are being deplatformed or who are losing their business or unable to advertise their product. I mean, the, the, the censorship is happening across our society. And so the, the fight back and the lawsuits back will equally happen in every sector of our society because the First Amendment it, it isn't bounded by particular lines. It protects all of us when the government goes after us. Okay. So they call you, and then you listen and see if there's a case there. And if there's a case, you guys will work with them on that case, and it's free of charge? That's right, Glenn. We do what we do because we believe in it, and we have generous donors who want to be on this team together with us. So folks can go to libertyjusticecenter.org backslash 1A Warrior. If you think you're a victim of cancel culture, we want to hear your story. We want to be on your team. 
So go to libertyjusticecenter.org backslash 1A Warrior. But if you're, you haven't been a victim yet, but you're afraid of it, and you should be, we equally need you to go to that website, sign up, learn about cancel culture, learn about the rights that you have, so that when it's you or one of your friends or somebody you know from your community who becomes a victim of the cancel culture, you are ready for it. And then we can fight back effectively and together. My wife and I would like to make a, a donation today and start things off. So we will uh, be do- donating <clears throat> today. And I would ask that every single one of our listeners do the same. <clears throat> if it's not happened to you yet, it will unless it's unless we stop it in the court system. It's got to stop through the court system. Um, this is, you know, really the last line of defense here. When common sense fails, it's got to go to the court system. And if you are represented by the right attorneys and we find the right cases, it can go to the Supreme Court and we can win and it will stop it everywhere. That's absolutely right, Glenn. We're looking to set precedent that in each of these individual cases, the best thing we can do to protect everybody is to win a few big court cases. And let's be honest. We got a great Supreme Court right now. We have justices who understand the importance of the First Amendment. The founders gave us the Constitution to last for centuries, right? And the First Amendment is there for all the different challenges our society goes through. And the challenge we're in right now is this censorship and cancel culture. And the answer today is the same answer as any other point in our society. The First Amendment protects you. And the Supreme Court and judges are going to stand up for that as long as they have the opportunity, the cases, to rule on and set that precedent. That's why it's so important. If you feel like you've been a victim of cancel culture, contact us at Liberty Justice Center. Let us represent you for free. And let's get some cases going where the judges and and equally our friends in the media and people like you, Glenn, can start to cover a shift back towards freedom and employers so tell me, and universities they'll pick up on it and they'll change their behavior tell me what uh is required uh you know when you say you've been fired for political reasons how clear does it have to be i mean i would imagine it has to be really quite clear so tell me some of the things that you've been seeing that would qualify yeah absolutely glenn it every one of these cases it's going to be a little bit unique Uh, The facts are important anytime you're in a court of law. And so, you know, I want to be up front that when people contact us, we want to work with you to see if you have a a case that can win. Uh, We want to only bring cases that are going to win and help other people by setting good precedent. Uh, But one of the things we know is that this is happening a whole bunch of different times, places, and ways. And so sometimes it might be Uh, that you're forced to say something you don't believe, right? You're asked in a class at school or you're asked in your employment setting to talk about your own racial identity and to repeat things uh, that they are imposing on you that you don't believe. That is compelled speech, and the freedom of speech protects you from that. Uh, We know that they're going after organizations and donors. The Supreme Court has a hugely important case right now today where they are trying to protect private nonprofit organizations 
from being exposed to government bureaucrats with lists of who supported them financially. So this is happening in a variety of contexts. Every case will be a little bit different, but the First Amendment is going to protect people in all these different settings. And the only way we can figure out if your case is a good fit case, if, again, you go to libertyjusticecenter.org backslash 1A Warrior and tell us about it and get on the team and together we can fight back. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Daniel. We'll talk again. I'd love to hear some of the cases that you're that are coming in and what you hear from um, audience members. We'll check in maybe later this week or early next week. Um, That'd be Liberty, awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. LibertyJusticeCenter.org slash 1A Warrior. First Amendment Warrior. LibertyJusticeCenter.org slash 1A Warrior. You can also just go to libertyjusticecenter.org slash donate and donate. We really need to stand together. Please make a donation to this. We've been working with uh, the Liberty Justice Center and talking to them for over a month now about uh, working together to be able to do this. They really believe, and so do I, that they can make a big impact. They've already gotten people's jobs, you know, people reinstated from when they were, you know, a principal that, uh, you know, was speaking his mind and how dare you do that and you're out he's back in they've got several cases that they have won but this is going to be a team effort we have to begin to fight these things as the left fought for so many years we've got to do this now and fight for freedom so our children can be free it's uh, libertyjusticecenter.org slash one a warrior and that's if you have you think a case or just go to libertyjusticecenter.org slash donate. Do it now, please. Our sponsor this half hour is Goldline. I don't know if you saw the um, uh, possible beginning of a collapse of cryptocurrency. Janet Yellen said that she might be going after the cryptocurrency market with an 80% tax. She said all kinds of things Saturday. None of them have teeth at this point, but it could collapse. We've been telling you that the whole time. The government at some point has got to get involved in this uh, and do their own thing. They're not going to give that much power away. So what does that mean? Well, you've gone from one fiat currency to kind of another fiat currency, but a better one with cryptocurrency. Are you in gold? Because that's not a fiat currency. That is... You know, you're you're selling a fiat currency to get into actual uh, currency, actual gold or silver. I urge you to call right now, Goldline, and uh, <clears throat> and find out. There is a uh, there's a great piece from um, the Investor Place. The price of living, uh, the life we want is soaring, and the value of our money is going down. It is a great read. You can find it in Goldline's article archive right now at goldline.com. I just read it last night. It is really good. It explains what's happening to the money that you have. Um, just, uh, just call them. Sign up for their uh, Week in Review newsletter. It'll give you all the updates that the mainstream media won't do. Also, if you think, um, you know, that you just don't have enough money for precious metals, you might be mistaken. There are a lot of options for you. 
requiring uh, or acquiring physical metals in your IRA allows you to keep free cash in your pocket for everyday expenses, rainy days, or emergencies. Call Goldline today. Find out what a qualified IRA means and learn about their 6% free metals promotion for qualified self-directed IRA acquisitions. It's a great special that you shouldn't miss out on. They're waiting to hear from you now at 866-GOLDLINE. Call them now, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. We have the governor of uh, Montana on with us in just a second. He signed a Second Amendment uh, law into uh, into place this weekend, which I think was great. We want to talk to him about that. Also, uh, Stu, the Biden climate pledge. <coughs> have you heard what seems to be in this uh, pledge? I mean, to go to cut our emissions by 50 percent. Is how difficult I mean, by it, 2030, it's basically impossible in any rational world like you could attempt to do it you could spend trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars attempting it it wouldn't do any it wouldn't make any difference and it would cost so much money it's it's incomprehensible especially that fast so they're saying now that they're going to give you incentives for making your home reliant for heat on electricity why would they do that? If you go back to electric heating over oil, I get over gas. Why would you do that? And where is this electricity coming from? Just the electric uh, magic box that's in everybody's wall. It's filled with gnomes. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> they're producing electricity that's carbon free in the wall via gnome. Uh, I, you know, it's interesting because they can't they seem to be wanting to centralize all of this, uh, all of our large structures in in the world of electricity which in theory can make sense because if you have a, a way of generating you know let's say emission free power that's uh, very you know very easy and, and, and if they well were understood. saying <clears throat> if they were saying we're going to build 10 new nuclear plants or right. 20 new nuclear plants and we need everybody to go on electricity that would be a plan i think people could understand Right, because you'd be like, okay, all right. Because you're going to put all of our cars and all mm. of our heat and all these other things on electricity, then all you have to do is control the the source of electricity if you want to, again, from their perspective, control emissions, right? If it, and like, I honestly think like you can always tell if an environmentalist is serious if they embrace nuclear or not. If someone Correct. if someone is a serious environmentalist and they really believe in global warming and the catastrophic possibilities, obviously you'd be running to nuclear power right now. I mean, it's right. It's clear. It's total it's, sense. You know, it makes sense. It's 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 a it's it been able to carry an entire country's electricity needs before. It's not just like you're like trying to hope that maybe solar panels come along far enough, and maybe they will at some point. But nuclear would be something you'd obviously be be embracing, and they typically don't embrace it. But when you centralize all of this, when you're and you're throwing it all into electricity, when really natural gas is a big part of that, but coal is still a big chunk of our electricity mm-hmm. uh, in in this country, uh, and and it's going to continue to be for for some time, though it's decreasing slowly. <clears throat> you wonder right. why they want. I mean, we don't have the infrastructure, as they say, to support everything. No, that's what being, that infrastructure. Right. No, no, that's what that infrastructure is 
is for. Sure it is. I mean, it, it do, it's not. It doesn't. It actually doesn't cover any of that stuff. Mm. But that's what they would have you believe. That's what we're doing. But we're not doing that. By the way, it will require 65% of all new car and SUV sales, 10% of new trucks to be electric. That's one thing that we could do that would be big. No, it wouldn't, um, it wouldn't do anything. Would, no, that that no, would not would make still. even a dent in this no, issue. It, no, it would. It would. It would not. Uh, also... It would. It would not. It, it would not. Do I need you to send these you cars? To the camp? Are, are, I went to this camp last weekend, and it was great. <laughs> it was great. I learned yeah. all kinds of things. Great snacks at these camps. <clears throat> I've, I've seen. Yeah, no red meat. <clears throat> that's another thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's another thing. They're saying that Americans will have to cut their meat consumption by ninety percent. Mm-hmm. Even so, though. you get four pounds of red meat per year per person. <clears throat> That's one hamburger a month. Four pounds of meat per what? year. Per year. <laughs> That's one hamburger a month. I don't see Americans doing that. No. But maybe no. it's just me. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So if you've been in a timeshare involved anyway, you probably know, you know, not all timeshares are created equally. Some are good, some are bad, and most of them are bad. But, uh, you know, getting out of them may seem like an attractive idea once all the newness of the idea wears off. And then you realize, holy cow, I'm drastically overpaying for something I'm barely even using. How did I do this? How did I, how did I not know that? Well, to get out takes a sophisticated legal team specifically devoted to timeshares. That's it. That's all they do. That team of lawyers is called the timeshare termination team. And they're here to make sure that any situation you're stuck in, they can uh, turn it upside down because you have had your life turned upside down. You're tired of the madness. You can reach out to them and they will get you out of your timeshare guaranteed or every penny you pay back. It's timeshare termination team. Get the process started today. Don't keep putting it off and get stuck with another year of timeshare you won't use. You'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare. So make sure you tell them that I sent you to get that 20% off timeshare termination team.com or 888-GET-YOU-OUT. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We welcome uh, the governor of the great state of Montana, uh, Greg Gianforte, is uh, joining us now. He is uh, the guy who won with the largest margin for a first-term governor since 1920, and he's doing something uh, to help and strengthen the Constitution. Actually, a couple things. Welcome, uh, Governor. How are you, sir? Glenn, it's good to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. So tell me, first of all, what you just signed, which was Bill 258. Yeah, we, this was on Friday. This is about protecting our Second Amendment. Uh, Second Amendment is very clear. Our right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. We'd be concerned about what we see coming out of the Biden administration. Uh, I'll always protect that right, which is why I, on Friday, signed a bill that will prohibit the enforcement of any federal ban or regulation on Montanans' Second Amendment rights. So what does that mean exactly? I mean, the, the, because I, and your bill covers this, I could see them coming and saying, 
we're going to make it difficult to buy ammunition or we'll just tax the snot out of it or, uh, you know, we're going to come and confiscate guns. What, what, what exactly does it mean and cover? It, it essentially says uh, Montana law enforcement does not have to enforce federal gun bans that are unconstitutional and violate Montana's Second Amendment. So uh, that's, that's what it's about. Uh, we in Montana, we have a long heritage and uh, respect uh, for the Constitution and particularly our Second Amendment. Uh, and it's critically important. Uh, this bill had passed the state legislature in the past. It had been vetoed by Democrat governors here. I was proud to sign it into law on Friday. Hmm. Um, I know you have a long tradition there. My uh, my family is from that. We came from, uh, you know, overseas and uh, all of them ended up in Montana. So a lot of the Beck family is up in uh, Montana and it's it's beautiful, beautiful country and uh, well, right thinking Americans. I was going to ask well, we you. We have we have a we have a spot for you here. You should come back. And okay, see <laughs> all right. Uh, I I want to tell you that uh, uh, the it's my memory that Montana kind of went off the rails there for a while. I, I, is my memory correct? I thought you guys were going really lefty for a while during the Obama administration. Is that a faulty memory, well, or is it? We when I got elected in November, I was the first. Republican elected to the governor's office in 20 years. So wow. we, we had lost our way and yeah. uh, we're, you know, so there's a lot of heavy lifting going on to, to kind of deregulate, to lower taxes, uh, to create more good paying jobs uh, and, and protect our constitutional rights. In fact, later yeah. today, I'm going to sign into law uh, a whole handful of pro-life bills. We respect life here in Montana and it's important uh, that we uh, that we do that. I was pleased back in February uh, to sign a, a constitutional carry bill, uh, which is also Second Amendment related. Every Montanan uh, should be able to defend themselves. And uh, in in February, we joined 20 other states that now allow law abiding uh, citizens to carry a concealed firearm. Uh, and that makes everybody safer. So when you sign this bill on Friday, I know Asa Hus- uh, uh, Hussing- uh, Hutchington, ah, uh, the, uh, uh, the bill is being called by him and others as something that will really hurt uh, your state in working with federal officials on other things. Do you well, believe that at all? I, I, don't, I don't believe that's true. There's different versions of this bill uh, and the, Governor of Arkansas, their legislature had a bill that went quite a bit further than what we did here in Montana. This is really focused just on federal regulations as it relates to firearms. Uh, and okay. if there's a immigration-related issue, uh, we're still going to cooperate. In fact, uh, one of the other things I did since the beginning of the year is we signed into law a bill that bans sanctuary cities here in Montana because we need to we need to abide by the law. So you're not getting any of the people coming across our border shipped up into Montana. Well, what we get in Montana, uh, we used to have Montana meth and we've done a good job of policing that. Now we get Mexican meth. And this is why this tragedy at the Southern border is such a big issue because it's literally 
ripping our families and our communities apart. I had a local law enforcement officer in the central part of Montana tell me he knows when the Mexican meth arrives because he sees a spike in the crime rate. That's how closely correlated it is. We have cartels operating here in Montana, and uh, it's, it's just it's a tragedy. I can't believe it. Uh, and then you have, you know, uh, Kevin Costner and his family being shot in the streets. And I mean, what is up with that? Uh, Obviously not a fan I, of Yellowstone. <laughs> you watch Yellowstone? I have. I watched the first season. It's a uh, it's you know, the how did you the, the scenery? The scenery is legit. I totally give you that. Uh, the rest of the yeah. show is a, is a caricature. So, no, no, yeah. shut up. <laughs> That's yeah. not happening up there. That's not a real place. I, I, I will there tell you, though, thread, the, there's a thread of truth in every story, but right. it's not real. I, I will tell you that I, uh, my wife and I, we love it. We absolutely love mm -hmm. it. And it's weird because I know it's, it's Hollywood. It's not out of control like that. Um, you know, well, maybe in New York, but it's not in places like Montana. Um, but there is this cowboy mentality that Montana has. Wyoming has it. Uh, a few states have it. You know, uh, Colorado used to have it where it's it's a very federalist kind of attitude of we take care of things locally back mm -hmm. out of our community. And there's something nice about that. Well, it started back when Montana was just a territory with the vigilantes. They were here. They took the law into their own hands. And I, there's a fierce independent streak in Montana. We're freedom-loving. We're patriotic. We have one of the highest per capita uh, uh, ratios of military service in the country. Uh, one out of ten Montanans mm. have served in uniform. Uh, we love our country. We how do you feel about how do you feel about them looking at you know all the service members as as possibly dangerous radicals? It's not going to happen here, Governor. I uh, I love your attitude. I love your attitude. Um, I don't know why we haven't had you on before, but I'm glad we had you on today. Uh, well, it's uh, my pleasure. It's I you, you know we my wife and I have lived the American dream. We've been blessed. I've been in business my whole career. I had the great pleasure of representing Montana back in the U.S. Congress for three and a half years. And now I'm back home and uh, we're we're leading the Montana comeback. And for folks that aren't going to Europe this summer, let me just say, come and see us in Montana. We've got Glacier National Park. We have Yellowstone National Park. And uh, you'll fall in love and then you'll probably talk to a real estate agent. <laughs> well, I will tell you, I'm going to be in your state uh, this summer. I am going to Yellowstone this summer, so maybe we'll oh, see good. you there with the maybe forest rangers. Maybe Kevin Costner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks so much, Governor. I appreciate it. Okay, Governor Greg uh, Gianforte uh, from the uh, state of Montana. You know, I don't think people understand uh, the West. I mean, Stu, you're in Connecticut. When you think of Montana and Wyoming. What was your thinking when you were a kid? Well, you know, when you were growing up, most people, I think, that just stay in the East, they still think of those places like what? Yeah, mountains, cold ranchers. Right. That's probably the three that's things it. that would have popped in. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's, it. that's it. That's when you're a yeah. kid. That's what, uh, you know, you get kind of. A, I tell you, 
if you went up and you spent some time, have you ever been to Wyoming or Montana or I haven't Idaho spent tons of time there. Uh, you know, been in there for stuff we've done together and stuff, but that's yeah, about it. Yeah. That's not enough time. You should go on vacation up there. You would, you'd positively become addicted to it because it's just this freedom thing. I mean, it really is a federalist attitude of, mm. you know, stay out of my face. What are you doing? Stay out of my face, government. Uh, we're taking care of it fine here locally. And it's a, it's, it's a America as it used to be. And hopefully someday we'll be again. Our sponsor this half hour is Rough Greens. Susan lives in North Carolina. She writes in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She said, I'm really happy to say that my dad, my dog actually eats this product willingly. I had tried many vitamin and probiotic supplements, but she always turns her nose away and refuses them. Not the case with Rough Greens. I'm really impressed by the ingredient list compared to those other supplements. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you, Rough Greens. Susan loves her dog. I love my dog. I know you love yours, and you want them to be healthy. That's why I feed Uno Rough Greens. Now, Rough Greens not a dog food. It is a supplement you sprinkle on the dog's food. It's full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and antioxidants, most of the things that are going to make your dog healthy and happy. We just got Uno back from the uh, vet yesterday. And our vet's like, I don't know what's going on, but your dog is like three years old and he's nine. And that's old for a German shepherd. Um, but he is. He's he's happier and he's healthier. And thanks to Rough Greens. Try it now yourself. Rough Greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 888-727-BECK So let's uh let's go to some of the uh Democrats in Congress. They've had a few things to say. Here's uh one of the Democrats in Congress on the uh on the District of Columbia becoming its own state. Those two states having more representation which is to say really any representation because Delegate Holmes Norton can't even vote on legislation, unfortunately. Uh, and the difference between those two states, aside from the fact that they have less rep- that they have less fewer people than in Washington, D.C., is that they are overwhelmingly white states. This is an issue of racial justice in addition to being an issue of mm. democracy. And we must stop disenfranchising people of color in this country. It's time to stop doing oh, that. Oh, man. See, at first I wasn't for it because I thought this was just a power play for the Democrats. But now I understand it's racial justice, and I'm all turned around on that. Same thing happened to me with the soccer star that uh, was talking about trans sports this weekend. Listen. Well, in general, I think there's just a tremendous amount of misinformation about trans youth in general. And then to your point, Lana, the fact that... um, You know, these bills do uphold white supremacy under the guise of protecting women's sport when we actually know that women's sport protection of it would be to more have more funding, have more women in leadership positions, uh, equal pay. So reality, though, is that these trans youth just want to participate with their friends and Mm. play sport just like everyone else. Mm. Okay, that's that's all that is. And, you know, they want to have equal pay, even though nobody wants to go see women's sports. I mean, I'm not one to talk because I don't want to see any sport anyway. But uh, 
I'm thinking if there was something that would be higher on the scale of things not to do would be go to see uh, professional women's sports. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, it seems like the uh, market has made uh, a similar decision with, the, with yes, a couple I, of exceptions. Uh, figure skating. But did you? Uh, maybe yeah, gymnastics. Maybe tennis is up there. Yes. It's, it's volleyball. Volleyball, maybe. Women's golf probably is pretty good. Yeah, but not near the PGA. Um, but it's yeah. the it's the it's there. It exists, right? Yeah. But you're and right. You, you know, typically. you make extra. You make money in sports when the franchise is making money mm-hmm. because you're on the team. Or you, right. you could make it because of fairness. It's another way to go. You could. Mm-hmm. You could. Mm-hmm. You could. Well. It's not only fairness in pay, in, in pay. This is all really white supremacy, as we just found out, mm-hmm. as we just found out. Uh, and uh, here's, an, here's another cut uh, like this one. Uh, Chauvin supporters. If you, supported, if you supported Chauvin, here's Elon Omar. Many of us saw that video and witnessed a lynching uh, take place. It shouldn't be that surprising that there are still segments in our society that believe it is justifiable um, for a black man to to be lynched. Um, But it's going to be important for us to confront that reality, to confront our past history and to find ways to move forward as a as a society. I, I didn't know that there was a, a big segment of society that w- thought it was okay to lynch people. I, in fact, I've, I've never met any of those people. Have you? I've been, I've been no. all over the country. I've met all kinds of different people, and I've never met those people. Well, if you polled that, what would it come out to? Zero percent? What was that segment of society she's well, talking about? Well, uh, probably zero point zero. Mm-hmm. Zero eight, maybe. Yeah. I'm thinking. There's probably like I'm you know, thinking. there's a few people I'm sure that believe are... pretty much everything in this world, but that's yeah. not exactly a mainstream position. Not one at this point we are uh, concerned about. As far as uh, yeah, lynching is, I mean, there were thousands of them a long time ago. Kind of old timey. Yeah, kind of old timey. Why lynch? Why lynch people when you can have the uh, lizard people that are currently running our government mm. just eat them? You know, just I mean? what now? Eat them. Oh, yeah. No, that's <laughs> true. That's not. Yeah, the GOP lizard people, mm-hmm. they see black people as uh, some sort of a food source. So that's why the Republicans, they're not, Republicans are not for lynching. They just want the lizard people to eat them. I would not be surprised if that segment airs on CNN uh, <laughs> later this week. <laughs> it really is bizarre. I, uh, this focus, constant focus on race as really the only thing that matters in society is fascinating. You know, all these, these you know, from race to whatever other phobic they're accusing Republicans of uh, these days. And now we're to the point where, I mean, they're even saying like they're trashing Caitlyn Jenner because I guess, I don't know, she's not pro-trans enough I, I, i'm really having trouble keeping track of it all she's gonna run no, as a republican so now she's evil yeah right she's evil she's not on the right side politically so of course she's not trans enough mm. i'd love to have her on the show i'd love to do an episode with uh with uh caitlin jenner i think that would be having her as governor would just be fun it would just be fun this come on the glenn Beck program <laughs>